Welcome to Elevate the Day. I'm excited to announce that I have a new co-host, Karen Salisbury. Karen has been a frequent guest on the show, sharing her biblical wisdom and practical tips for applying God's Word to help us live the life God wants for all of us. I know we're going to have a great time talking about God's Word and its power to transform lives. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to Elevate the Day. I'm Jennifer Cavello. And I'm Karen Jensen Salisbury. How's everyone doing today? We're so excited to be with you. Karen and I are having a great time so far on the show, talking to you about the character of God, who he is, and what we can expect from him as believers, and how we can walk in victory every day. Yay, victory. (laughs) Who doesn't want victory? Everybody does. Amen. Amen. And so today, we are going to talk about the God of victory, as it is illustrated in the book of Ruth. So this is going to be a fun time talking about these two powerful women, actually, who, um, you know, went through a lot, went through a lot. So Naomi, who is Ruth's mother-in-law, she lost her sons, she lost her husband, um, and she was in a bad way, wouldn't you say, Karen? I would say she was. Yeah, she lived in another country away from her home and family. She lost her sons. She lost her husband. She has nothing left. And now she's going to go home. It's like, I I can't live here anymore. I'm going to go home. Exactly. And, you know, isn't that kind of what, you know, we all want to do when when things get crazy? It's like, oh, I just want to go home. I just want to, you know, feel safe and secure. Yeah. And interestingly, um, her daughter-in-law, Ruth, went with her. Um, yeah, she and Naomi tells both of her daughters-in-law who also lost their husbands, if you right. think about it, you yeah. know, so they're grieving too. And she says, and these girls are not from the, from Israel. See, mm-hmm. Naomi is Israelite. She's going to go back to Israel, but these girls are Moabites in right. the, because they, their the sons married them in the other country. And so she says, girls, 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 you stay here, you know, and I'm going to go home. And Ruth says, no, Naomi, wherever you go, I'm going to go. I'm not, I'm going to follow you and help you and bless you. So from the very beginning of this book, we see this girl, Ruth, who lays down her life, Mm -hmm. leaves her country, leaves her family and goes with Naomi to be a blessing to her, especially in her time of grieving. It's very sweet. It is very sweet. And honestly, you know, we think of, you know, mother-in-laws sometimes as you know not our favorite people in the world right right? and here it is the loyalty um and the love and the respect that she had um she you know was going to go with her and I, i think um naomi asked her two or three times like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going. You don't have to come with me. But yeah. Ruth is like, no, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, coming. nothing is going to separate us. I'm, I'm coming with you. Exactly. And, and I think it's a nice tie in to, you know, our relationship with the Lord, that he's never going to leave us. He's going to keep chasing after us. He is and, faithful in the hard times. Mm-hmm. He's never going to abandon you. Thank God for that. Amen. Amen. And so I, I'm, 
I was studying this the other day and I happened to land upon the verse, uh, verse 21 in chapter one, where I just wanna park on this for a minute where Naomi's words are very telling of yes. where her head was and where her yes. heart was in that moment, where she says, I went out full, but the Lord has brought me home again, empty. Yowza. You notice in the verse before that, she says, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara, which means bitter. Mm. Whoa. So you can get a little snapshot right there in those two verses of how this woman is feeling. It has gone badly for her and she is in the pit about it. And hey, haven't we all been there at one time or another? Absolutely. You know, and her words, though, are cementing her state. Exactly. They are saying, I'm a victim. I'm a victim. There's no way out. The Lord has abandoned me. You know, wham, wham. Right? Right. Right. And I'm sure we've all done that too, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it, the problem is, you know, the Bible says we can have what we say. Mm -hmm. It says, call those things, which be not as though they were not, not call those things that be as they are. Anybody can do that. Right. Right. So to move the mountain, to change the circumstances, to get the victory, which is what we're talking about today, mm -hmm. you have to change your words. Absolutely. And, um, you know, the, the end of the story is so sweet. You know, everyone is victorious. Naomi yes. is victorious. Ruth is victorious. You know, they got more than what they expected, um, more than, you know, probably what they ever hoped for. And I do believe it was because of their, their faith, their loyalty, and their actions, you know, they took steps to change their situation instead of wallowing. Yes, yes. And especially Ruth, you know, I mean, Naomi started pulling some strings with her family once they got back to Israel, you know, let this girl come and pick at your field and stuff. And that's where, she, of course, she met Boaz, yep. the wonderful man that she ended up marrying. And that changed their whole, and then, you know, then she had a baby and then she gave, you know, and we see at the end, we see Naomi holding the baby, like in God has kind of made up to her the mm -hmm. loss of sons. Now she has grandbabies. And isn't that just like God? He yeah. wants to make it up to us. You know, uh, devastation and loss is not the end. And I think that this whole book shows that so well. And, you know, and I think, you know, especially now when a lot of people are experiencing, you know, loss and devastation, yes. um, you know, through financial hardships, through health crisis, et cetera. I, I think this book is something that, you know, even though it was written, you know, a thousand years ago or something like that, um, you know, it's really, you know, relevant today. And I think it's just one more example of how the word of God is so alive. And when you read it, you can relate. I mean, I don't know these people, but I can relate to them. And, yeah, and that's yeah. what God's word does. And yeah, that's, I think people sometimes look at the Bible and think this is an old book. They look at God and they think he's old. <laughs> you know? He's not with it. He doesn't understand what's going on in today's age, you know, but I want you to know he's been to the future and back, 
nothing surprises him. He gets it, you know, and that's why every word in this Bible is in this Bible Mm -hmm. because it is relevant for today. And especially if you're going through a hard time, especially if you're devastated, especially if you feel like Naomi did, you know, call me bitter. Right. Right. Then you want to go to the word because it has our answers. That's Mm -hmm. where the victory is. And, you know, I was watching a teaching um, the other day by uh, uh, Mark Hankins, I believe, and he was looking at the story of the woman with the issue of blood, and he spoke about four things this, this woman did. And the first was that she heard the word of God, right? You know, she heard about who Jesus was. Then she spoke out words of faith. Yes. I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be healed. Yes. Then she took action and, and sought out Jesus, grabbed his, his garment, and then she received that healing. And I think that all four of those steps are perfectly outlined in this book as well. Yes. And I think those are the steps, right? First, you have to know there's hope and an answer in Jesus. Listeners, listeners, There's hope and an answer in Jesus. And then you have to say it. Yeah. Yeah, You have to get your line, your words in line with God's word. Cause it's so easy to say what Naomi said. I'm bitter. It's over. God's taken away from me. It's bad, but that's calling those things that be as though they are. Anybody can do that. Right. Yes. And then, then the third step, she motated herself, right? She got up off the couch and went and touched the hem of his garment. So we do have to get out from under the covers and, you know, (laughs) walk forward, even when you don't know what to do. You know, my story, my first husband passed away when we were 37 years old, pastoring a church, raising teenage boys, and he died. Mm -hmm. And so you know, for so many months, maybe even years, my motto was sort of like, just put one foot in front of the other, Karen, and keep going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that's what the woman with the issue of blood did. Take a step, take another step. You maybe not don't know where you're going. It maybe feels hopeless. You maybe feel overwhelmed. It's okay. Take another step. God's with you. Absolutely. Receive. And, and sometimes those steps are just get out of bed and have a cup of coffee. There you, you go. Know, coffee because, first. Absolutely. But you know, <laughs> that shows our faith. I mean, it sounds yes. silly and simplistic, but if you get out of bed, then you somewhere in your self know, I can do it. I can face yes. another day and, you know, praise the Lord. God's mercies are new every day and he's ready with a fresh batch of grace a daily load of benefits, the Amen. Bible says. Woo. And, you know, that's how we see this victory. You know, my friend says this to me all the time. It's glory to glory. It's not glory to the end goal. It's glory yeah. to glory to glory. And we have to celebrate each step. That's right. You need it every day. You know, and that reminds me back to what you always hear me saying is read the Bible every day because you know what? Yesterday's faith isn't good enough for today's challenge and today's thing. And you never know when you're going to need faith or maybe someone that you're helping is going to need you. You don't, you don't get that warning. So stay filled up, you know, stay filled up with the word. Absolutely. Because you can't give what you don't have, whether it's to yourself or to someone else. So I'm not going to have an encouraging word for my friends or family or for the listeners of the show if my well is dry. Yeah. So, you know, and I know that, um, you know, this show, I've gotten, you know, so many wonderful emails from people that 
it's encouraging them. So that makes me feel like, you know what? This is God's work that we're doing here. And he wants us to be encouraged. He wants us to live victoriously. Absolutely. Because even if the listeners don't believe it, you and I don't get up every single day jumping and shouting. I mean, (laughs) everybody has to use their faith. Everybody has to put one foot in front of the other. Everybody has to get into the word and encourage themselves with the word of God because we live on an earth with a curse. You know, nobody's immune. Jesus said in this world, you'll have problems. Yay. <laughs> you know, but he's overcome the world. Amen. And, you know, we know that because of what Ruth and Naomi went through and what they um, what they did, Jesus is a descendant of theirs. That's right. Don't so you love that? That's yeah. a pretty amazing. I mean, if, you know, Naomi would have sat there and, and laid in bed you and I might not be having this conversation today. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, there's so many stories in the Old Testament of the people who are in the lineage of Christ that are amazing, you know, harlots and murderers and (laughs) just people that you and I might not have chosen to be, you know, the ones who brought about the coming of the Messiah. But what that means to me is there's room in the covenant for everyone everyone. It's not your perfection that gets Mm -hmm. you into the covenant. It's your receiving of what Jesus has done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what? So I, I think if the listeners walk away with anything today, it's number one, there's hope. Number two, God is a God of victory. And number three, you got to declare that use your words. There's, there's, you know, power in your words. And so when we speak words of victory, we can expect to get it. Yes. Ask yourself, what have I been saying? Have I been saying what I see? Have I been saying what's happening all around me? That's just going to get you more of that. Start Mm -hmm. saying what God says. And of course that goes back to, you got to read the Bible so that you know what he says. Amen. If you have to just write a scripture on a card, whip it out of your pocket and read it out loud. Say what God says, because that's where your victory lies. Amen. Amen. Get those post-it notes around your house. There you go. (laughs) There you go. So that's about all we have time for today. So I want to encourage everyone to check out uh, Karen's website. She's got lots of great resources and books to help you on the road to victory. And uh, she puts out a wonderful blog every week, as do I, on Elevate the Day. So we're just here to encourage you and, you know, help you walk the walk. That is right. So go out, have a great day. Say what God says about you. Amen. See you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Karen and I hope you enjoyed our show today. If you'd like to learn more about Karen and her ministry, head over to karensalisbury.org. She's got a great blog and tons of books and resources that you are going to love to implement into your everyday life. Also, be sure to follow her on Facebook and Instagram too. Don't forget to sign up for my weekly blog, Elevate the Day. It goes out every Sunday morning straight to your inbox. Head over to jennifercavello.com to sign up, and you can also get a copy of my new book, Finding God, Finding Me, also available on Amazon. You can follow Elevate the Day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Have a great day, everyone.